Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm happy today to be here with Hattie Tracy, President and CEO of Coleman Health Services. Hi, Hattie. How are you today? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Well, thanks for spending some time with us. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. My name is Hattie Tracy. I'm president and CEO for Coleman Health Services. I have been in my role um, since August of 2021, but have been with Coleman for a little over three years and have been in the behavioral health field in the state of Ohio for the last 20 years. I'm a licensed independent social worker, um, also have a master's in public policy and administration, as well as a chemical dependency licensure. Excellent, excellent. Tell us a little bit about what sort of services Coleman Health Services provides. Yeah, um, Coleman is a behavioral health organization in the state of Ohio. We provide outpatient mental health and substance use counseling, uh, psychiatry, case management, peer support services, both individual and group. We also provide employment services services for those individuals who want to gain employment and or just look for a job or need help and assistance on the job. We also have housing. One of our core tenants is we really believe that if people don't have safe and affordable housing, they're not going to be able to get better and get into a place where recovery resiliency is safe for them and an option. So that is also one of our core services. We also provide 24 seven crisis services. Um, we provide mobile crisis services. So we will respond in the community, hospitals, uh, churches, you name it. We will go there and see anybody who is in crisis any time of the day or night. We also have two 988 call centers where individuals can dial 988 if they are having a mental health or substance use crisis. And we also have the 988 text and chat for the state of Ohio. And we also provide care management services. So um, really intensive services for youth who are at risk of out of home placement and making sure that we can keep them in the homes with their families. And then we also provide adult day services um, for individuals who have Alzheimer's or dementia. It's a place where they can come during the day so they can have socialization. Um, and so they're not just sitting at home while perhaps their caretakers are at work or just have one person coming into the home and we do lots of activities with them in the community. So we really have a wide array of services, mm -hmm. um, both in mental health, substance use, as well as for youth and adults. That, that's an impressively global approach at helping the community all the way around from housing to work placement, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I, I thank you for, for the work that you do. How and when did Coleman Services start? Um, Coleman was actually started in 1978 um, in Portage County, uh, Kent, Ohio. And we were created as part of the deinstitutionalization movement. Um, we're not a religious organization, but we were actually named after Father Kevin Coleman. He was a man who was really driven by his faith and his work and advocacy for mental health in the Portage County area. 
And so when Coleman was created, um, that is who we were named after. He did a lot as a counselor and he also did a lot with the Kent State University. And when we were started, um, we were about a million dollar organization and today we're closer to a $60 million organization. Oh. Fabulous. I, I was going to ask. So you are a for-profit organization. How, how does? No, nope, we are a nonprofit organization. You are a nonprofit, so you're doing yep. all of, that. Is fabulous. So where does where does the majority of your funding? I'm not going to say revenue, but where does it come from? Yep, absolutely. In the state of Ohio, um, we are funded through Medicaid. We provide services and are reimbursed on a fee-for-service based model. Commercial insurance and Medicare also pay for some services, not all. Um, so about 43% of our revenue comes from Medicaid and the services that we provide. In Ohio, we have um, uh, county mental health and recovery boards. And so about 25% of our funding comes from those mental health and recovery boards and the levies that are passed in those communities. So services that aren't reimbursed by Medicaid or any other insurance, the boards pay for those services, like a lot of our crisis services are great examples of what the mental health boards pay for service. And then about 8% comes from grants and philanthropy. And another 8% comes from our enterprise businesses. And then it just kind of goes down from there, different Excellent. places we get funding. That's fabulous. I'm glad to know that the state of Ohio is taking care of its own at that kind of level. I know it's state by state. It's very different. Is there a particular niche? Is there a particular demographic of people that you, you serve most? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're while there is a broad range, array of individuals that we serve, um, we are typically providing services to individuals who are struggling pretty significantly with mental health issues. Um, so it might be individuals who have depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, um, substance use disorders, and it's typically impacting their daily life. Um, and, and it's gotten to the point where they really need treatment. Um, I think one of the things we've really tried to move to is intervening earlier on. Oftentimes in the mental health system, we wait until individuals are really sick and they've had multiple hospitalizations. And our goal really is to enhance access. So we're intervening much earlier on. I think when you intervene earlier, you really have the opportunity to change the trajectory of an illness. Um, and so for us, it's been really important to, you know, while typically we have worked with individuals who have severe and persistent mental illness, we've also really tried to broaden that because we think it's important not to wait till somebody is, is ill um, to get treated. Hey, maintenance is always easier than repair in any context, especially the human one. Um, I've, I know I've been hopeful in the last couple of years that COVID has made more people aware that these issues affect just about everyone at some time. Yes, most of us are swans and we look fine above the water, but I'm hoping that there's a general empathy going on. Um, in the context of what you do and more support for it. Has has that been your reaction in the last couple of years through COVID? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely been more information out there about mental health, about depression, anxiety, and how it impacts individuals, and um, much more information about um, treatment in general and how to get access to services, which I think has been really great. There's also been a movement towards telehealth. 
um, and, and having more access to services in that way. So I definitely think that there has been um, a lot of education there that hasn't been there in the past and hopefully it has reduced some of the stigma. And if anything, even if it hasn't reduced some of the stigma, I, th I think today there are more ways to get help where you don't necessarily have to walk into a behavioral health center. It can be done perhaps a little more discreetly than it has been in the past. So I, I, I think having those options is also really beneficial. How have you managed to grow the business in the last few years? What, what, what's your pathway to that been? Very carefully. No, um, <laughs> I, I think for us, it, it, it has really been about continuing to build relationships in the communities that we serve, really being able to look at what are the needs in each of the communities that, that we provide services in, and also, you know, talking to other communities about what their needs are and whether or not Coleman can step in and can help and can address some of those needs. It's also really been sticking to these are our core services. This is what we know we're good at. And, and this is what we know we are able to produce and, and how we're able to impact people's lives. And I think, you know, those two items have been really important to our continued growth. Um, but I really think that the main one, it really is about relationships, right? We've expanded into Belmont, Harrison, Monroe counties to provide services. We've become a 988 provider for the state and their new 988 program. Um, we've become a care management provider for the state, which was also a new program. And I, I don't think you're able to do some of those things if you don't work really hard at the relationships and you don't know what your core services are that, that you're good at. I mean, one of the things we really talk a lot about is as much as we want to be everything to everyone in the community, we also have to take a step back and say, this is what we know we're good at, and, and this is what we know we can do to impact lives, and, and we need to do more of that. I mean, the biggest barrier to that right now and the biggest barrier to growth for us really is around um, workforce. Understood. Uh, yeah, the, the, the medical workforce has been in more flux in the last two years than in history, as far as I can see. Uh, everybody, you know, the traveling nurses are getting paid rates that are untenable for the industry, right? So yeah. local hospitals have a staffing shortage, but the, their nurses are across the country making two, three times what they would be making at home. It's a very strange dynamic. I hate to use the word um, comp competitors in your space because it's such a personal industry, but how does Coleman Health Services stand out from its competition? Well, I mean, we're just great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I think for us, it really has been about, you know, being consistent to our mission and our vision as an organization and really focusing on the impact that we have um, in individuals' lives. I, I think we just went through a name change in August of 2021 and moved to Coleman Health Services. And we changed our, our logo and there are seven starbursts that are about our seven core values at Coleman. Engagement, transparency, innovation, teamwork, passionate empowerment and continuous learning. And so those are the seven starbursts. And at the core of those seven starbursts is an individual. 
And I think the thing that we've really focused on is that everything that Coleman does is focused around the individual. And whether that is the person receiving services, whether that is the family, the stakeholder, or our staff who we are also here to serve. I, I mean, for us, I think we've continued to be a very mission-driven organization and really focused on our core values. And I, I think when you do that, you're, you're able to move things forward. Um, so for us, I think that's been a big piece of what continues to set us apart and has continued to allow Coleman to grow as an organization. That's wonderful, really. I mean, those are core values that would help any any organization thrive if they're, if they're really adhered to. So that's beautiful. What's something that you'd like to be celebrating personally and or professionally one year from now? I think I would like to be celebrating Coleman's continued growth. Um, but also, I think part of that continued growth is continuing to grow our workforce um, and, and finding a way to, uh, you know, decrease staff burnout. You know, the, the behavioral health field, substance use, it, it can be a challenging field, but I also believe there is not a field that is more rewarding. I, I mean, you really get to work with people when they just feel like there is no hope, no light, and, and you get to see how things change over time. When they start to see the light, you, you get to see them come alive and um, get better, become more resilient, learn, learn coping skills, and, and really kind of move past I am a diagnosis to I am this person and I have this struggle, but it doesn't define me. Um, and so for me, I think really being able to continue to push that within our organization to reduce, reduce burnout and to get more people excited about being in this space and working for behavioral health and substance use organizations and just the, the again, the overall impact you get to have. Um, and I think when you have staff who are not burnout and who are really focused on the mission and vision, you have well communities. And I, I think that is probably one of the most important things. So I would like to continue to see um, communities and individuals getting better um, and us continuing to have new staff get excited about the behavioral health field and want to come into the behavioral health field. And uh, personally, I mean, I would like to get my contract renewed, right? In another <laughs> year, it'll be up, right? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I think for me, uh, again, it's I'm in this field because I'm passionate about it. I have um, seen how mental health and substance use has impacted my family. And I have um, seen how getting treatment has impacted them. And, and so for me, anything that I can do to continue to enhance the behavioral health field, whether it's in Ohio or at the state or at the national level, for me, those are really important things. And I would like to continue to see Coleman be involved and help to shift and change um, how services are provided in communities and how they're reimbursed at the state and national level. I, I thank you for the work you do. And, and it's important for someone with a heart and mind like yours to be running a ship like Coleman Health Services. Mm -hmm. So I wish Coleman Health Services all the best in the future. And I truly thank you for what, what you're doing. Please tell everyone what your URL is and what social media channels uh, Coleman Health Services uses and how people can find you. 
Yeah, so our URL is www.colemanservices.org and our 1-800 number is 1-800-673-1347. And I don't know if we're cool enough to have any uh, YouTube channels. I think we have one. I don't know if people can access it. <laughs> well, maybe maybe that's something to attend to in 2023. You know, it's important yeah. to get your story out there because you're obviously helping a lot of people and there's there's many more people who need you. So well, thank you. Hattie Tracy, it's been lovely spending some time with you. Thank you for, for being a guest on Business Ninjas today, and we appreciate what you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.